Hey team, I hope you're having an incredible Christmas, spending time with loved ones, giving yourself exactly what it is you need before we start the new year. January 1st might just be my favourite day of the year. It's the sign of a new beginning, a new start, a new you, if you want it to be. Of course, the reality is it's just another day, but it does act as a great symbol of what is next. I always get very excited at the prospect of new beginnings. It's a time to dream with the moments ahead of us being an opportunity to turn those dreams into a reality. But before I start dreaming, I always reflect back. I reflect back on the good stuff from the previous 12 months and also the bad stuff too. And this year, over the next few days, I've decided to share a couple of episodes on this podcast before we start our next guest episode season 14. And the first episode I wanted to share is an interview I did recently with my friend Alex Chisnell for his podcast, Screw It, Just Do It, where I look back over the last 12 months at the biggest lessons, the biggest moments for me, the biggest moments to take flight and other learnings, and do my absolute best to summarize it all. And then I'll share my post-year review that I shared from last year, which I carry out every single year on the 1st of January to guide my actions for the year ahead. This is something I find incredibly helpful and a practice I thoroughly enjoy carrying out as well. So I wanted to share both the interview episode and the end of year review episode with you in a hope it will help you guys too. At this point, I want to take a quick second to say such a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast, shared the podcast, supported it in any way. I can't thank you enough. It means so much and you're the reason why I continue to create the content, create these episodes and strive for bigger and better conversations. I'd also love to take a second to humbly ask if you enjoyed any of the content that Take Flight has shared this year. I would greatly appreciate a rating and review over on Apple for the podcast. It takes only a few seconds and goes a long, long way. So thank you so much for that. Once again, I hope both of these episodes are helpful for you at this time of the year. Here is to a very happy, very fulfilling and of course fun 2022. Cheers everybody. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Peak Performance Practices brought to you by Take Flight. I'm Mark Whittle, performance and purpose coach and the founder of Take Flight. And firstly, happy new year. Oh my God, what a rise. 2020 has come to an end. I think I can speak for most people when I say it's a relief to have made it through and survived such a crazy year. But welcome to 2021. I'm incredibly excited to see what happens. I think as a collective, we've all built an immense amount of resilience over the last 12 months and I'm excited to see how people act and respond in 2021. So a massive happy new year. Today I'll be taking you through what's called my post-year review coaching practice. So many of us set goals at the beginning of every year and it's an amazing practice to consistently undertake but so many of us also fail to reflect and that's where a lot of the gold is. So I'm going to do a little goal setting or annual planning episode coming soon but what I wanted to do first was this incredibly powerful reflective post-year review which allows us to look at our learnings and and understand a little bit more about what we did the previous year and see where we can build on that it's important because our learnings do come from our experiences it's important to reflect on these and apply all of those learnings to the future so what is a post-year review it's like the post-match review in sport you know you finish in football let's say you finish in 90 minutes the final whistle goes 
and naturally you have a debrief and oftentimes you'll even be bought film um, or watch the whole match in fact of the 90 minutes the following day or immediately after if you're slightly more obsessive. There's stories of Kobe Bryant who used to watch the film of the game he played immediately afterwards to see where he could have perhaps taken different action, where he could have found a different pass or done something differently to impact the game. And he was massive on talking about film. Similarly, Beyonce was the same. She talks about immediately after finishing her performance, going back and reflecting and and watching the performance on screen. So this is our opportunity to do this. And we can do this on a micro level throughout the year, but this is going to be more of a macro level. And it's a practice that I love. It's one of my favorite times of the year to just to get into everything and actually enjoy and, and, and almost relive some of the great things that happened that year. And we can look specifically at our actions, our achievements, our failures, and also look at the company that we keep and look at the feelings that we felt during some of these experiences. So before we jump into the exercise, I'll talk a little bit more about the power of reflection. When we reflect, it helps us to develop our skills that we already have. Every day we face challenges, we face obstacles, or we deliver various pieces of work or whatever it might be that you do day to day. And in order to do that to the best of your ability, you are applying skills that you have either taught yourself or learned along the way or been taught by somebody else. So by using the power of reflection, we can start to assess and review some of the skills that we have and start to understand a little bit more about their effectiveness. How are they working? Do you need to slightly adapt the way that you're acting and the things that you're doing? The issue is if we don't do this, then we often just carry on doing the same things we've always done. And there's a lovely saying that I often use, which is, if we are unwilling to change, show me your last five years and I'll show you your next five years. Which just means if you're not going to do anything differently, then you're just going to do the same stuff every year. But reflection is also about questioning yourself. This is something that I do all the time. Questioning yourself is incredibly important. And ultimately what it becomes is a self-coaching practice. You can start to ask yourself what you do, why you do these things. Is there a better way? And this is what we're going to do today. So at this point in the episode, I'd like you to get out a pen and a notepad and get ready to carry out the actual exercise we're going to do today. And if you can scribble your name at the top, scribble the date at the top. I always love seeing that one, one, and in this case, 21. And at the top of your page, just write end of year review. So what I want to do is just give you some time to sit in a bit of stillness, a bit of quiet and offer you the opportunity to just reflect on the year. And as you do this, just start to think of some of the memories you've got from the last 12 months. Think about some of those things that are sticking out for you. Feel free to pause this episode at this point just to spend a little bit more time considering and reflecting on those things. Great. And when you're ready, what I want you to do from memory only at this stage is to write down all the great things that you've achieved this year. Write down all the achievements that you're proud of. Make this list as long as you possibly can. So again, feel free to pause this episode now and spend a bit of time writing down as many things you possibly can that you've achieved this year.
Perfect. Now I want you to do the same thing, but I want you to write down some of the more negative things that have happened this year. And again, feel free to write down as many things as you want. You can pause this episode now as you do that. Once you've written both the positive and the negatives, again, pausing the episode, give yourself a chance just to look back over the two. You know, that's your year essentially summed up from memory. Of course, memories change. Memories can be distorted. But that's your year from memory. So just have a look at everything that's happened over the last 12 months. Now, what I want you to do is find a new page. And we're going to go a little bit deeper. As I mentioned just now, our memories tend to trick us at times. So what I want you to do in order to ensure this year is depicted as accurately as possible is to jump into either your calendar, whether that's on your phone or whether you have a tangible calendar or a wall calendar and look back at everything that you have done, which is sitting in your calendar, the meetings that you went to, the dinners that you had with friends, the times that you spent doing whatever it is. And I want you to do another list of positives and a list of negatives. But using this time your calendar to remind you of some of the things that perhaps you've forgotten. So again, please pause this episode now and spend some time, 10, 15, maybe more minutes, in order to document as many of those memories as possible, both on the positive side and on the negative side. Enjoy this process because this is where the gold is. You can pause now. Perfect. Well done for getting this far with the exercise. It's such an important one to do. So again, just having a quick scan over everything that you've written down. So the most value comes from the next three to five minutes of this exercise. What I want you to do is recognize the things that had the biggest impact. I want you to think specifically about the way that you felt during these achievements or during these times. I want you to think about the people that you were with. I want you to think about the conversations you were having, the topics you were covering. And I want you to think about the people that you are impacting at this time too. Now there's a list of positives that are going to make you feel really good. And there's a list of negatives that aren't going to make you feel so good. And you might be familiar with Pareto's law, which says that 20% of our activities provide 80% of the outcome. Or the top 20% performers in a business will provide 80% of the income. And this law seems to be ridiculously accurate and and remarkably true in pretty much anything you apply it to. And the same goes for this. You might start to notice that 20% of the things that you're doing are providing 80% of your happiness. Or 20% of the things you're doing are providing 80% of your down periods. So what I want you to do is scan through all the lists that you've created, both from memory and from looking in your calendar, and circle those actions in the positives that provide the biggest shift in your mood 
They make you feel alarm your purpose, deliver you happiness. And then at the same time, circle those negative things that provide you with those opposite feelings. The plan being, ultimately, that we remove the 20% of activities, people, conversations that are delivering negativity in your life. And we double down on the 20% of things that are providing meaning, positivity, happiness, health, prosperity. Pause this audio now and spend some time to really consider which of these actions are providing the most value for you. Amazing. Congratulations, you're nearly there. There's one more phase to this exercise that I want to introduce. You've already done so much. This reflective practice is going to be hugely important for you and a great marker for you moving forward into 2021. Now, I have no idea how many things you've circled. Remembering we are removing the 20% of things offering negativity. Right down at the top of your page, I am removing and then list the top five things you're going to get out of your life. Great. This next phase is going to be huge for you and something you can regularly check back in on as you go through the year. On the new page, I want you to pick the top five things, the top five achievements, the top five experiences that provide you with the most happiness, positivity, etc. Aldous Huxley once said, every ceiling reached becomes a new floor. I'll give you a second to let that sink in. Every ceiling reached becomes a new floor. Now, as you've now written down your top five achievements of 2020, imagine yourself 12 months ago before these things had happened. These five achievements, these five activities, these five experiences might have seemed out of reach. They might have seemed unrealistic. But you've done them. Pat yourself on the back for that. So these five things you achieved in 2020 were your ceiling last year. This was as far as you were prepared to go. This was as high as you were prepared to go. Now consider these five things becoming your new floor. These five achievements have now become your new floor. This is what you expect of yourself monthly, perhaps even weekly, possibly daily. But this is how we grow. This is how we achieve. This is how we succeed further and beyond what we ever imagined is by consistently looking at the things that we once thought unachievable and then making that our floor, making that our baseline and striving to reach a new ceiling once again. Now I'll leave you to decide what the new ceiling for 2021 is going to be, but at least you have a benchmark now. Your five highlights of last year have become your floor. I hope this practice has been beneficial for you guys. You might even want to take five, ten minutes now just to sit with the feeling of how those achievements felt at the time. Relive them. Why not? Once again, a massive, massive Happy New Year, guys. I'm incredibly excited to share everything that's coming up with Take Flight this year from new seasons, new guests, events where we can finally meet up live, which I cannot wait for, and the coaching practices that are going to continue to come. You can follow me at Mark Whittle underscore TF on social media. Big love, happy new year and speak with you guys soon.